Tom live in studio 2A. You guys, thank you so much for being oh, here. Thank you thank for you. thank you for bringing us. <laughs> it's, it's awesome to have this kind of energy in the studio on a Monday night. Not that we haven't had wonderful guests, <laughs> but this is like, you guys are like a comet from outer space. It's oh, intense in here. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Um, let's do introductions. And because it's a thing and we're going to get it out of the way, how old are you guys? Uh, okay. All right. Um, so I am Ryland Dodge. I play bass and I am 19 years old. I'm Ari Detman. I play guitar and I'm 18 years old. I'm Maya Rizk. I play drums and I'm 21 years old. Heck yeah. Um, so you and... I, I'm asking you this first because I, I misspoke. My brain sabotaged me and I said folk, which is like the only influence that you don't <laughs> list. We have rock, funk, punk, and I think you say it's it's funk, punk, power trio, like, and then disco and dance. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what do where do all of these influences come from? Like you've gathered them all together and then how do you glue them together mm. in these songs that you've brought? I mean, kind of coming just coming up from inspiration from other bands for me without thinking primus rush and wolfpack are like my holy trinity of like of, of this realm of you know funk and rock and then just meshing all things that shouldn't but then it just works oh so well yeah yeah i think that um we had influences from like groove metal groups like rage against the machine and stuff like that <laughs> and um i think it just really kind of appealed to us to be able to like headbang and rock out to music like we want to but also just getting those danceful grooves, like kind of paying homage to classic funk grooves, like with Maya's drumming, she does a great job at it. And uh, yeah, I would say that <laughs> if you fuse those things, you get a really interesting combination of heavy and also danceable. So you're not just headbanging, you're also dancing. <laughs> <laughs> did, this, did this evolve over time? Like, did you start out as like, we're gonna be punk, and then start adding things? Or did you start with this mishmash? We did not have any kind of a definition when we first started. We, I met Ryland in high school, so he and I would just jam at lunch because he was the only bass player that I knew that could actually play bass. And I was like one of the only drummers that he knew that he could drum. That could drum. <laughs> so we just ended up hanging out. And then he said, I know a guitar player. We should all go to my house and yeah, play. That was at Steel Drum Boot Camp. That was Steel Drum yeah. Boot Camp. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Like, cause, um, for, for, I don't know, maybe like a month or two, back in like 2016, somewhere halfway in the year, uh, Ari and I were. Um, we would get together and we would, you know, jam on some stuff, record some stuff, and it would sound good, but it was missing an element. It was missing percussion. It can only go so heavy. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then through the elements of both relationships and we met yeah, was, all together. I'd say when we started, it was more like kind of traditional kind of rock. Yeah. And then it slowly got funkier and funkier, funkier. Well, as yeah. we realized. Because we started like showing each, like, each we other. started showing each other like Funkadelic yeah. and Wolfpack and like Fishbone yeah, and like just yeah. melding all this stuff. Because like we all just had completely different backgrounds in music. Like I was trained in jazz, but uh -huh. my true passion is really rock and punk and anything that's kind of louder, like Latin even. Like I just, I like other stuff. So I came from this very technical precise school mm -hmm. where if it's not exactly right then it's wrong <laughs> if you know what i'm saying yeah. so i was very into playing heavy yeah real quick yeah. what was your journey breaking out of that oh what was that like girl I just did it i just did it <laughs> you just gotta get out of there sometimes you just gotta get out there do your own thing yeah yeah if you just if you feel like you're doing the wrong thing then figure out what the right thing is for you and do that instead 
Yeah. Do that. And lots of it. Lots of it. Do only that. Pick a thing that you like and do that thing. So you guys all seem pretty cool. Um, (laughs) But I do, I'm, I'm trying to bridge this gap here. So high school is hard. It wasn't that long ago mm-hmm. that you were in high school hanging out, making music at lunch. Did you find that music helped you through what could have been hard in high school? Oh, for sure. Yes. I, I would I would come to rehearsal. I mean, I just graduated uh, last summer. Like weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, a couple High-five. months ago. Heck yeah. Please. High five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I would, I would be having a bad day or something. I would be stressed out, but then I would look forward to yum rehearsal. And I would go over and I could just, just vomit my words at them and they would take it and be like all right cool let's play music and i think that that, it's really kind of cathartic to just be able to blast loud amps and loud drums at each other and really it's just pure de-stressing i think definitely therapeutic i would agree like definitely in that time when you know before graduating it was it was a good stress reliever Uh absolutely yeah and you actually get something out of it you create something fun that we all enjoy Yeah. yeah This isn't a question so much as an observation, but a lot of the uh, under 21, I know you're 21, but the, the folks who are in the studio who are you know just out of high school or heading to college have lives that are so much crazier than anyone else <laughs> who comes down here. Like, like there's swim practice and then yeah. music practice. It's just insane. So congratulations to all of you Thanks for making it through guys. that. Well, thank yeah. you. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about songwriting real quick because we've talked about your influences. <coughs> How does a song start? Yum. It's like, ti- I want to say it's typically a bass line from Ryland uh, yeah. or a it, drum groove from rhythm. Maya. Yeah. And then yeah. I just try to figure oh, out. Come on, stuff. you came you, in with some good no, ideas. You, you wrote the first song we ever did. Freaking Saturday, Saturday Slim. You literally I mean, wrote on. that song. Okay. Yeah. So okay, okay. I think it's honestly Fine. some Fine. one of us. One of us. One, one of us <laughs> will pick something and we'll try it. Mm. And then the other the other two will just be like, okay okay and we'll like try and fit it together and a lot of times if we just have little sections that we've been working on we'll try and like connect them together connect them Mm -hmm. you know we'll just we'll figure out stuff like oh we had this idea from like two years ago what if it works here yeah Yeah. and then we try it and and then it when it works we all works we put it on the yeah it's like just it all works. And so how much of that process is technical versus instinctual? Like, is there just like tons of jamming oh. or is there like, we're going to play in C major? It goes, it goes kind of both ways. I mean, together it's, it really, it starts as a jam typically. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if someone has a, a di- idea, I, an idea or something they want to develop, like personally for myself speaking, I, I'll go home and I'll work on something and I'll develop it and Try to make it as music as po- musically as possible, and then you know pr- uh, propose it to the band. We jam on it, and then you know we develop on it together. Yeah. I'd yeah. say that a lot of the hard work isn't necessarily when we're together, but it's at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, just out getting the it really tight. specific parts, internalizing it, runs, yeah, mm-hmm. stuff like that is all at home. And really, the best part is that that means that when we do meet up together, we can just play through the songs write new songs or just jam and yeah because pretty much as soon as we come together after we've been because we'll like email each other demos of what we're doing and so that we stay in contact because it's exactly like you said they just came out of high school so their lives are literally 10 times busier than anybody's and so, so yeah so we'll meet once a week if that and when we don't meet we send each other demos of what we're doing so that when we get in the room together all these ideas start bouncing around and everything sort of just comes together because we're like, oh my God, what if we do this and that and this and that? And then it just starts 
becoming a really awesome creative process of just working together. We're kind of a ship at sea at that point. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're just sort of trying to make sure that sure. everything runs through, but not yeah. just smoothly so that it actually sounds good to us because we make our music. I think, I don't know if I'm speaking for you guys, but I like to listen to our music. <laughs> like, I made it. That's the me. whole. I mean, that's kind of the whole point. I mean, if your band is not one of your favorite bands, um, there's a problem. You, you're you're doing yeah. something wrong. <laughs> yeah. You gotta you have fun. You gotta have fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The the joy definitely comes through. Mm -hmm. um, taking a step back in the process, you all seem really connected to the instrument that you're playing. How do you hone individually? And you can answer this individually. Mm -hmm. How do you hone that so that you have? A specific style not necessarily like how many scales do you play but how are you developing your style with the bass the drums lead guitar okay I, I mean I guess I'll start but I, I really I kind of develop my guitar playing based on the tones that I do have in my guitar amp or how my guitar is gonna sound so if I find a cool sound but per se like that or something like that I'm like oh, okay that I want to do some like fast, upbeat, funky, like like fast chunking stuff, and I, I found that when we were making that song, the second song that we played there, Sourdough. I really enjoy doing those fast kind of choppy stuff with my hands, and I figured out that I can kind of mimic old funk guitar while adding distortion mm -hmm. and really almost double the bass sometimes, and yeah, that's a good seriously. method, and you can create these super thick sounding um, just riffs that fit together super well with the bass. And so I kind of went for that kind of jangly, doubling the bass, fast kind of classic funk guitar style. Mm. And I think that that kind of jangly sound is one of my favorite things. So, mm. yeah. Um, for me, honestly, it's just taking advice where I can and just inspiration from previous bass players before me. Again, going for that Holy Trinity, Primus, Rush and Volpeck all have fantastic bass players. So Les Claypool, Getty mm -hmm. Lee, and Joe Dart. They Ooh. are amazing people just to watch and analyze. You'll slow down a lick. You'll pick up some things. I mean, I mean, going back like Bernard Edwards, you know, from The Chic, he was fantastic. Even guys locally. There's this uh, bass player for this band, Tongs. They were in here. Freaking Chris Who Pierce. Who is that? <laughs> Man, no. Watching him play and mm -hmm. just listening to him, it's like he's a beast. Mm -hmm. It's it's so musical and it just it just glides around and it's just. To see that stuff live and, you know, it's just, it's so inspiring and, you know, just, I like to watch it, I like to take notes and, like, I don't know, just watching other people do it and just, just kicking serious tail at it yeah. is, is where I kind of... Soak it all in. You yeah. Just soak it all in, take yeah. notes and see what internalizes in my hands mm -hmm. and then just practice the heck out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mine. I mean, I've, so I've grown up in this industry kind of just I'm a queer woman so that has a significant effect on who listens to what I'm doing so I've figured that the louder that I play the more people hear it and the more people listen to what I'm saying because it's it's significantly harder for me to gain respect until I start playing because I've been in like bars and clubs where I'll be walking around and people will be like bumping into me and like just, you know, treating me like I'm nothing. And then as soon as I get up on the drum set and I start playing, um, that's changes that mm -hmm. changes a lot. So my style, I would say is just, I really treat 
this throne like a throne. Mm. Like when I'm up here, I there's no excuses. You know, I'm responsible for me and I'm making sure that I'm heard because it matters. Like all of my favorite drummers, except for like Karen Carpenter, Cindy Blackman Santana and um, what's her name? Whatever, it doesn't matter. I mean, most of them are men, you know? So when I play like them, people are like, wow, you sound like Mitch Mitchell, or wow, you sound like John Bonham. And I'm like, wow, thank you so much, but can I sound like Maya? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to meld a bunch of styles to make it sound like me, you know? I don't, I love when people <laughs> tell me that I sound like Mitch Mitchell. I'm like, oh yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, I know. But I, I want to sound like me, you know? I want people to say like, wow, she's so powerful wow, she's so precise and technical. Because a lot of times when these guys are beating on these drums, they're not being technical about it at all. Mm -hmm. They're just beating on them. But I like to do it with some preci precision because <laughs> it's just like, that's the beauty of it is being able to get the best of both worlds, in yeah. my opinion. Well, let's hear what it all sounds like together. You got more music for us? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> um, let's do Balbi, peanut butter, 80s mic. Thank you. 
hope everyone's enjoying themselves tuning in to KXCI. If you've just tuned in, we are Yum. Can I take a quick second to introduce you to the band? To my left, on guitar, none other than Ari Detman. Now to my very far left, kicking in on the drums, Maya Risk. Island Dodge. I play bass and the other thing. Alright guys, let's kick it. One, two.
Tucson, you are listening to Force of Nature. Yum. Live in studio. These guys are awesome. I mean, it's great to listen to. Oh, thank We're having a blast here. I accidentally knocked over a mic. Oops. Yeah. I got it. It's all good. You good? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because we can grab... No, we good? We're, we're good. Thank you, Walter. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's lots of nitty gritties to talk about. You guys came out with an album called Yum. Yep. It's Self-titled. A full length. Mm-hmm. Yep. You didn't bother with the EP first. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to go all the way in. Yeah, we got yeah. enough tunes, so yeah. why not? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And uh, uh, you're working on another one? 
Yes, just currently, for actually. Sure. Yeah, Midtown, we just. Midtown Studios. Yeah. Big shout out. Heck Matt yeah. is awesome. Matt, Matt is amazing. Yeah. MVP. I yeah. don't believe you. I've never heard anything <laughs> good about Matt Rendone before. <laughs> just kidding. He's a legend. Yeah. Um, how is this album going to be different from the first one? I, I mean, the whole process behind it. Well, I mean, we definitely. Well, let's think about it. Let's, uh, you go. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, got it, I got it. I would say that um, the first album, we didn't quite know what we were doing. Um, I'd, <laughs> That's I'd a good say, way to put it. Yeah, we, we, we showed up, and it was just kind of a lot at once. But with this with this album, I think we've had time to really plan things out a bit more. A better idea kinda, of what we want to do. Yeah, get organized. We're going to add newer instruments and uh, add more variety with the production and stuff like that. So, I think yeah. a really, really big difference for us is that we actually we have a clearer vision this time of what we want this album to look like and what we want to do with it like the music videos and the art you know what i'm saying like we have um it's exactly like ours so we didn't exactly know what we were doing the mm -hmm. first time we just sort of hopped in there and we're like let's just try it yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. just turn the mic on let's just get it done but now it's like you know we're we're actually we want to give it more you know. personality this album around exactly. yeah. yeah is it is there a guiding concept for that the, the whole it's deal just, it's just more bops more yeah. bops <laughs> I mean, it's just more, more yeah. yeah every song is a little different in its own special way and we just yeah. really want to make sure that we you know it we harness it's you know specialty it's what makes that song so groovy what makes that song so awesome and just you know really cramming it down and yeah. like figuring out how can we make this the coolest product ever i think it's even simpler than that honestly i think it's like when you when you level up you know, it's just like <laughs> we're just more evolved now. Like you get the second Pokemon, you know, yeah. you just you level up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's a little better this time. So what's the uh, the visual concept? Like if you see the music videos ahead of time, you see the album artwork. What's it? Can I you mean, this, I is, that? this is news to me. But I, am seeing, <laughs> I am seeing primary colors. Uh -huh. I'm seeing lots of paint. Vibrancy. Vibrance. Yes, that's a good yeah, word. And uh, look at Ari's uh, shirt. Okay. That's what I know. Yeah, Another sure. reason to tune in on YouTube. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, yeah we, right. have, we do have a YouTube right. channel with 70. lots of shenanigans. Oh, yeah. While we're talking about yeah. media, oh. let's talk about your YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's the Yum Sessions, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I the mean, Yum Sessions and the Pepper Sessions. There's, there's a whole bunch of shenanigans on there. The, the Yum Sessions on those... Um, they're just basically our rehearsal, you know, our rehearsal sessions just, you know, condensed down into this cute little like three minute package of the of the highlights. And what started as something for like just for me to remember what the what the rehearsals were like or like what we did in them. Yeah. It turned into like this cool. This is an aesthetic that I associate with Yum. And it makes me very happy to make these videos. Mm -hmm. And like I only make them when I feel absolutely like like genuinely enjoying myself with the band and just all compiled into this one happy video and then there's there's, there's multiple on there i think we have about Eight? 20 20 videos on oh, there yeah. now with with the sessions the pepper sessions when can i uh, talk about the pepper sessions i mean please? yeah <laughs> if you, yeah you got an elevator pitch elevator pitch the pepper sessions bring it we each eat a very 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 hot pepper and then we jam and we build a song then on, the on film yeah. oh so you all no practicing. eat a very very yeah oh, we yeah. started so we started with a jalapeno then we did a serrano <laughs> and then we did a habanero yeah and we you, you eat it you put it in your mouth you chew it and swallow it except yep. for me because yeah. i threw up she threw up but every time like every twice time. <laughs> it was twice i think the, oh, the first okay. one i okay. think the first one you stomach that is camp. sacrifice <laughs> artistic <laughs> sacrifice but it, it it's very interesting what it does to the jam yeah it's like, because like no one questioned anything everyone was like just yes 
that's yeah, fine. Yeah, trying to get it done. Is any any idea that was thrown out were like, yes, that's fine. Yep. I just want this pain to I end. I think there's a part where you're like, can you do like a Hendrix solo in yeah. the beginning? And Ari's like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> like, Start the song. Start sure. the song. Yeah. Did, did any of the Pepper sessions make it into like what you bring to performance yes. now? Actually, yes. a section in one of our new songs that we do. We Should we do it? it? Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, we can do that song. We can do that one. Yeah. Well, next. next. Yeah, we'll make we'll, we'll make that one next that one. one. Yeah. yeah sure. Okay. Yeah, there's a section in the last one, Habanero, that we build into this one song, and it's such a cool little, cool little rhythm part. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then you have a show at Solar Culture on the fifth. Yep. We sure do. And July fifth. Anything else that's happening this summer as far as performance goes? I just wanna um, get dates. We down. Not yet. really. Mm-hmm. Not quite yet. I mean, there might be like a house show here and there, but really, really just focusing on that album. Yeah. Wanna, For- for updates on dates, you should follow us on Instagram at a band called Yum, <laughs> because that will have all our future gigs posted there. Yep. Perfect. Yes. Look so for the for pineapple the school. Fifth. What can an audience member who has not tuned into YouTube and doesn't know what's going on expect from a live performance from Yum? Oh, you wanna? Yes. All right. You should bring your dancing shoes because you're gonna want to dance, and it's very. I don't want to say it, it is neutral because it's there's nothing that's too heavy or too funky or too disco. It's a very nice blend of it that I think is truly fun for anybody. Like I've seen little kids come to our show and start bopping. We, remember Second Saturday? That was Second yeah. Saturday. We had the, there some was kids this in the front. tiny little like eight year old boy that I just saw his head like moving up <laughs> yeah. and down in front of the stage. Yeah, I remember that like, was during sourdough the second time around. I gave him a high five. Yeah, yeah. it was adorable. Like it's really it's meant for all ages, all creeds, colors, and awareness. You just have to dance because <laughs> dancing is the most fun part about our shows. I'd I mean, say. yeah. What else are you gonna? You're gonna sit and watch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So what happens when people don't dance? Has that ever happened to you guys? I mean, all the people time. Watch, <laughs> it's fine. It's not your fault. I just mean like, how do you deal with that when you're playing dance music and the crowd isn't? Because we've all been to that yeah, show yeah. Where, where we're just like ready to go and yeah. then usually, no one picks up. Usually, what happens is Ryland. Like right, like after a really hype song, and people, if people still aren't moving, Ryland will either yell, get up, or, Wait, or, or just, yeah, you've done that before. I mean, like, I've, or I've like, done... come on, go, come up front, and then yeah. once you coax them, and people realize it's okay, yeah, <laughs> and as long as some people start dancing, usually people will start joining in. You need, that, you need, I just stare really at people until fun. they get uncomfortable you enough need to come closer. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I'll just look at them like, dance. <laughs> dance <laughs> so when you are uh, performing live and i'm i'm really cueing a story here that i read in a in a article slash interview you did with the sentinel oh, what's yeah. the craziest thing that's ever happened well there was the one where your friend broke his leg on like the yes. first two songs he did not break his leg well, he dislocated, okay. he his, dislocated kneecap. his kneecap let's not it was out of place the it paramedics were place. there for like 15 minutes let's yeah, not true. he was he was fine <laughs> He was actually sad because the paramedics didn't pop his knee back in for like 45 minutes. I know, right? He was just sort of sitting there like... (laughs) And this happened from raucously dancing? Yes, it was at at the School House of Rock, which is a pretty crowded venue. And we were playing uh, one of our songs of our first album, Legume. uh, And everyone was jumping. Mosh at your own risk. Yep, moshing. Everyone started looking in this one corner and then everyone kind of stopped. Yeah, my friend Abe's kneecap right out of its socket. Shouts yeah. out to Abe, yeah. our biggest fan. We love you, Abe. We love you, Abe. You're a great guy. Have you guys toured at all yet? 
once. It one was day. one it was one place actually. It was Cottonwood, Arizona, way up north. That's how we Which, wrote the song. On the Hades fifth, Mike. there's a band from Cottonwood. Yes, there yes. is. Yeah. A good friend Silent, of us. Silent Valley, yeah. actually. Um we actually got that when we were in Cottonwood, we got to stay at his house, Sean Williams, a just a fantastic human being, great folk artist, has his own band, and actually that Cottonwood gig, the the last song we did, 80s Mike, is actually inspiration from that Cottonwood gig. There was a guy who went by the name 80s Mike, and he was he is a such, character. He was such a character. <laughs> we had to guy. put him into a song. Yeah. So that's the inspiration for that one. That's yeah. all I could say. Oh my God, does 80s Mike know that he has a song? I don't know. Until yet. we go back we'll to go the back. state bar really and look hope. him in the eyes and say it to him. I don't yeah. think he knows. <laughs> Man, we gotta tell him. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't live in YouTube. like LA. Yeah. He lives in Cottonwood. So I don't, man. Man, he 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 appeared as quickly as he vanished. You know? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> man. He was there. Was threw so off his weird. jacket, put it back up, kicked his leg out a little bit, and then it was gone. <laughs> it was, was crazy. The man, the myth, the legend. Oh, cool guy. So, do you guys Song. plan to tour after the new album comes Absolutely. out? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah. If we have time, I will definitely. Down to do that. We haven't really I mean, planned anything yet. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. And they get yeah. breaks. Are they you, get summer breaks. You, are you guys going to to university? Or yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Going to the University of Arizona, Fred Fox School of Music. Excellent. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. For that. I have deep roots there. Cool. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. So let me know. I'll pull some strings. Just <laughs> um, you should. Anything? Anything else we need to uh, cover or like? push or pitch before we head back into the music anything we may have missed that you need tucson to know i mean please come down july 5th solar culture for just a fantastic night of music we got silent valley from cottonwood tongs local legends tongs they're so much fun so funky so groovy and then us just a full (laughs) night of great music please come to that guys being dudes yeah it's also, please, please, please go listen to the album or buy it, whichever way you want to do Where it. Where do people do that? On any platform. All Sophie. digital platforms. All yep. digital platforms you can think of. If you have Spotify and no money, then you can listen to it on Spotify. If you want to give us some money, you can go on Bandcamp. Or you could just, I mean, you can listen to the full thing on Bandcamp as well. Once. You yeah. sure can. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Okay. Uh, let's do three songs. We can we can squeeze it in. Yeah, yeah. Right, sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Three songs. Top speed. Go top for it. Speed. Right. Just kidding. <laughs> let's do intro, deep dish, dumpster donut. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down with that. Okay. You got sound.
lost your noise. Head. <laughs> All right, hold on one second. You, you good? Yeah. All right. You got this. All right. All right. Last. All right. Let's do this. Thank you for listening. We have been yum. Let's do this.
Thank you so much. We have been yum.